0: Uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Well,
1: good morning, everybody, and welcome to The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Tuesday. Welcome to March, bro. Yeah, March. Already.
0: What do you think about that? Oh, God.
1: In like a lion and all that. Yeah, is that the thing? You, I think we've had this discussion before. This was a huge thing for me growing up. I, I don't know why, but I remember vividly, like in elementary school, having to do like art projects about how March came in like a lion and left like a lamb. And so we would do like art projects of like lions and then lambs at the end of the month of March, like all through elementary school, and we would like hang them up in the school and stuff. I don't know why I remember this, but I do. But I uh, br- I think I brought it up before, and you're like, in like a what? <laughs> so you've never heard that phrase, right?
0: No, it doesn't make any sense, because usually sheep and lions aren't in the same habitat.
1: Well, that's so. that's kind of the point, though. The idea is like that's that's the changing of the season. When it, when it's March, it's still technically winter, and so the month, at least growing up in Wisconsin, was usually always filled with snow and still kind of crappy weather, and then by the time the end of March came, it was almost like it was a completely different animal, if you will, Big oh, J. I get Something that. That much more sense. nice and soothing to enjoy, and less dangerous than a lion would be. I believe that is the metaphor they're trying there to make. Uh, but if it's if it's foreign to you, then maybe uh, maybe my childhood is alive It probably is Yeah In yeah. many more ways than just that No, no, you're, you're probably right Welcome to the show Today uh, we have an opportunity for you to go check out a concert that is happening this very evening At the Revolution Concert House and Event Center That concert happens to be Killswitch Engage, August Burns Red And a little band we like to call Light the Torch It's going to be awesome. Uh, It's one of those concerts that was delayed like six times because of the coronavirus, and now it's finally happening, and we are excited to tell that that's the case. So if you want some last-minute tickets, you have found the right place to grab them. We also have yet another concert announcement today, Big J. Yeah. I hope you're excited for that one. We're excited to bring it to you, and... It's one of those concerts that happens at arenas, so to say it's <laughs> a fairly big one would be, I think, accurate. Big J, yeah, absolutely. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, this band's never played here, right?
0: No. Right. It was okay. a Failed attempt for a free
1: show. Yeah, one of. Uh, it was a. That made me very angry. It was. It was just a perfect storm of something that we almost had a free show with this band, uh, but it, it just it coincided with something that was already happening and we just couldn't make it work and then this band blew up and we're like oh man that would have been awesome because we're smart Uh, but we will give you the details on that in the seven o'clock hour this morning plus We have chances for you to have some fun and interact with the show. We're going to need your help with streaming Dumbass today as well, so Big J can watch a movie tonight and review it for you in a 24 hour period. Let's get started with some music. Rage Against the Machine kicking things off here on the morning after on the X Rocks.
0: On the morning after with Nick and Big J.
1: Gas prices, Big J. They're going to get fun. Uh, And yeah, that's a debatable definition of the word, but they're not going to be great. And in Idaho this week, they held steady. Congratulations to us, even though uh, prices topped $4 a gallon in neighboring states. According to AAA, it's the Russian-Ukraine conflict that is causing crude oil prices. As a result, the price of the pump to soar. AAA reports the West Texas Intermediate Benchmark Crude Oil is trading at about $96 a barrel. That's $5 more than a week ago, $10 more than a month ago, and $32 more than a year ago. However, in Idaho, the average price per gallon is still $354. That's exactly where it was a week ago and a month ago. Now, nationally, the cost of gas has risen a quarter in that particular amount of time. And they're going to be honest, AAA doesn't know why. (laughs) Our prices are staying the same while all of the gas is getting, you know, kind of transported in here. And our neighboring states, some of which have pipelines, have raised in gas prices. So it's a conundrum, but one that you should maybe take advantage of while you can, question mark, because it probably won't last. Right now, the average price of gallon uh, per gallon of gasoline in both Washington and Oregon is north of $4. So that's 50 cents more per gallon than what we're paying Damn. here and uh it's gonna come here soon whether we like it or not which is why it's important to kind of keep up on this stuff and keep an eye out on the cheapest gas places and all sorts of stuff because it is not going to get better anytime soon but i guess the good news is it's been okay for us for a month now 354 is never okay i guess but it hasn't risen to catastrophic levels yet so there's that if anything Major League Baseball extended its deadline to reach, reach new labor deal with players before it starts canceling open day, opening day and some regular season games. You have to figure it out by 5 o'clock today, or that's how they're going to do it. Now, originally the deadline was yesterday, but they moved it after some, I guess, progress was made? Hmm. Uh, 13 bargaining sessions over 16 and a half hours yesterday but we're still pretty far apart according to every report I've seen. Talks ended at 2.30 in the morning uh, between the two sides and then it'll resume at 11 o'clock this morning. It's been 20 years since baseball was this close to losing some regular season games due to labor issues. But I mean, at least to me, it seems inevitable. They can keep uh, moving the the deadline all they want, but uh, I, I still think they're pretty far apart in this whole thing. And so it's going to be a while before they figure out this whole baseball thing. On Sunday, Tim McGraw posted a video to Instagram just ahead of the 1883 season one finale. That, of course, the Yellowstone prequel that's getting ridiculous ratings everywhere it goes. And he wanted to thank Sam Elliott, who popped up on the prequel as well and said it was fantastic working with him. And he learned a lot from Sam Elliott on how to be an actor, a better actor. Of course, Tim McGraw, a country music superstar, Big J, but also has been acting on the side for a fairly long amount of yeah. time. Yeah, he's a handsome dude. But uh, he said he learned some things he never thought possible from working with Sam Elliott on just a couple of episodes. And, uh, and Sam Elliott, he said, uh, he said he had that conversation with Sam Elliott and said, hey, thank you, man. I mean, I've been acting for a little bit, but it was just an honor to watch you work. I've learned a lot. And Sam Elliott looked him right in the eye and said, oh, yeah? Well, I haven't learned an effing thing from you. And then he walked away. Man, that's just...
0: Because you're at that age, right? You can say stuff, and he's a legend, so sure. legends get to say those
1: things. He also could have been messing with him. I mean, I believe oh, he's
0: absolutely
1: yes. messing with him. But even if he wasn't, yes, you have earned that right to be that cantankerous old bastard that just says whatever. Here's he how wants.
0: old Sam Elliott is. He said the same thing to Patrick Swayze in the '80s.
1: <laughs> he called him "mijo," though. Uh but yes, fantastic, fantastic job uh, by Sam Elliott to just continue to shake things up a little bit. So, all for it. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. Here's traffic. Okay. Your assistance in streaming dumbass is required. Next, please hold tight for that. But first, it is TDS Fiber Traffic Center time. Brought to you by Showers Insurance. Here's CD. It's normal freeway speeds on eastbound I-84 from the Karcher Midland Interchange. Streaming Dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. All right, ladies and gentlemen of the Treasure Valley, we need your help. Use your texting fingers to decide which movie Big J will watch and review for you in a 24-hour period. It is called Streaming Dumbass. The catch is... Unless you've seen these movies or maybe know a little bit about them, you're not going to know what the movie is, and neither is Big J until it is decided for him which movie he watches. I'll give you three movies. I remove all the stars, the actors, the studio that brought you, the director stuff, and just give you a brief plot description from a streaming service. Based on that plot description, you have to choose movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three for Big J. Texting your choice to the TDS5 or text line at 208-287-1003. The movie that gets the most votes is the one he is obligated to watch. If there happens to be a tie, apparently I break all ties, although that situation has yet to happen. Are you ready, Big J? Yeah. Movie number one, a disgraced MMA fighter who has failed at one of the things she's been good at fighting. That's never good. But when somebody from her past returns, she has to conquer her own demons. Ooh, Look out. Demons. Movie number two two childhood best friends reunite in an unlikely crime fighting superhero duo when one invents a formula that gives ordinary people superpowers. Formula. Movie number three, a group of eccentric neighbors are locked in for their own protection by their household robots while an <coughs> android revolt rages outside. <laughs> <No. sighs> Movie number one, again, MMA fighter, conquering demons. Movie number two, ordinary people given superpowers. Movie number three, android revolt. What's it going to be? Text on in which movie you think Big J should watch and review for you in 24 hours. We will come back and announce the results and give you the details of all those movies. That's happening next on the x rock Red Hot Chili Peppers Under the Bridge here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Time for the exciting conclusion after all the votes have been tabulated <laughs> for a little thing called Streaming Dumbass will rattle off the movies. Uh, Big J, do we have a clear and decisive winner? A very clear and decisive, by a wide margin. Beautiful. Then what movie came in third place? Coming in third place, movie number one. Uh, that would be called Bruised. That stars Halle Berry and Danny Boyd, uh, the story of an MMA fighter, also Halle Berry's directorial debut. That was on Netflix, but you will not be watching that. No, I guess what that was. What way. movie came in second place? Movie number two. Movie number two came in second place. That was called Thunder Force, Big J. That starred Melissa McCarthy and Jason Bateman also. Oh, that would have been fun. On Netflix. You will not be watching that unless you want to do so on your own time, which means, I guess, movie in a runaway movie number three? Runaway. All right. Movie number three it is. You will be watching a film called Big Bug. It stars Claire Chust and Claude Perrone. I am about 95% certain this is a foreign film that you're going to have to watch on subtitles. It is available on Netflix, but I will say this. It looks very, very interesting to me, and I hope that it's a good movie because it was put together by one of my favorite film directors of all time, uh, Jean-Pierre Jeannet, who uh, has done probably, I don't know, oh, Jean-Pierre three, three movies in my top ten. Of all time Uh, He did that that movie Delicatessen uh, With Ron Perlman Which is just fantastic Uh, Amelie Which is probably In my top four movies Ever made And a very long engagement Just very very good Very creative filmmaking And we'll see If you enjoy this movie at all It's called Big Bug It is fairly new It's available for you to watch on Netflix If you want to play the home game That is the movie that Big J will be watching tonight And let us know if it's worth your time Around this time tomorrow You do not sound excited about it What is it? You don't want to talk about Android Rebels? No, just top.
0: your top movies are foreign movies Nobody's ever heard
1: of Yeah, well, that's not true I think people have heard of them And they're all very, very good Uh, But we will see if this one is any good He hasn't made a movie in a while And I I don't think he directed that I think he just co-wrote it. No, he
0: directed it. He did. And and he's also uh, wrote it. Then you're so. then you're in
1: you're in for a treat, I think.
0: Well we'll see. Well either this
1: guy's a joke and you well you love some weird movies, or it's, they, it's great. listen. They are weird movies. I'm not gonna lie to you. They are weird movies. City of Lost Children is fantastic that he did as well uh, but he's got a pretty good resume as far as I'm concerned so we'll see if this is, one's is any Is he good. French?
0: Is this a French film?
1: Uh, no, Jean-Pierre, Jean-Pierre Genet, actually Australian of course he's French, look at his name <laughs> Morning After with Nick some. and Big J uh, <laughs> we will see how this goes tomorrow we have some important stuff on the way ah! Today. Today on the Morning After with Nick and Big J Big J, TikTok, you've heard of it, yes? Yeah. Explain to me the
0: benefits of it. Um, I, I don't know about the benefits, but I, I'll tell you this. Uh, you, can, you can spend some time there watching some videos.
1: Uh, yes, uh, and get ready because you'll be able to spend even more time watching those videos. In a world that uh, is certainly proving that our attention spans are getting shorter, there is only one social media kind of platform that is making things longer. TikTok initially rose to fame for being a uh, massively popular platform which people can post brief videos that were a maximum of 60 seconds long. Then, now, guess what? They're increasing that maximum amount of time for videos to 10 minutes. Uh, They bumped it up to 3 minutes last July, and now it's up to 10. TikTok began rolling it out yesterday, saying they hope it will, quote, unleash even more creative possibilities for our creators around the world. And, of course, uh, they think that this could either break the platform because it'll have way too much and too long videos for people to care, or it will really make it a competitor for YouTube, which is what they're really trying to go after here. They're trying to grab some of that YouTube audience and grab creators for longer-form videos and have artists put full songs on there. I mean, that's what they're trying to do. So it should be good for creators in that particular respect, but keep in mind that, you know, Whatever. I mean, it could be really, really long, really boring videos, too. It depends.
0: No, I have a theory Go ahead. about why TikTok is so popular. And it's like some people in our industry are like, hey, these short form videos without any production or what's the happening thing here? And they're doing that because TikTok is so popular. But I was talking with somebody yesterday. I'm like, the reason I think TikTok uh, is, is, is so popular and, and the reason why um, I can find myself being lost in it for so long is because it's so easy to transition to the next video right um on your phone it's it's just a it's just a flick of the it's like tinder i i don't know i've never used Tinder. well i mean
1: tinder's so, is a flick of a thing okay. you go one way or another and you e-
0: do it either way i mean if it, there's content that you're seeing and you're like you know what i'm not interested in this boom it takes less than a millisecond to get to the next thing and you can go through an hour, you can go through a hundred videos like that. And it's you know, Instagram isn't like that, it's a little bit slower, Twitter, I mean all the other that's the edge to me, and so this makes sense that they wanna incorporate a longer form video for some of that other stuff.
1: Well you've told me that TikTok is basically just a lot of women doing things without a bra, and so now those those videos can be ten minutes long. Make you yeah. really happy. Guys, Thanks So God, man. Enjoy, enjoy. That's going to do it for Derek Jeter as the CEO of the Miami Marlins. He stepped down yesterday saying the vision for the future of the franchise is different than the one he signed up to lead. Now is the right time for him to step aside as a new season begins, but somebody should tell Derek Jeter the new season isn't beginning. But a Hall of Fame shortstop joined a Bruce Sherman-led group in 2017 was given a 4% stake in the franchise. He's also giving that up apparently. So he wants to leave the Marlins behind altogether. It has not been a good run for Derek Jeter as a CEO of the Miami Marlins. Uh, That team has not done well under his leadership. Uh, It's lost a lot of money Uh, He had uh, a lot of leeway going into it because he was Derek Jeter, but he was failed to kind of turn it around and some heat was coming on him from people that were like, hey, man, you told us you were going to turn this team around. And it is worse than when you got here. And for a while he was kind of going, well, the previous, you know, kind of, uh, I guess, regime is responsible for a lot of the poor decisions. But now we're six years into his, you know kind of reign as ceo and it was not going well so i'm guessing this is probably a mutual uh, decision to let them kind of go separate ways because it wasn't working out so Derek jeter on to other things i'm sure he'll be do just fine in whatever it is he decides to do but it won't be with the miami marlins big j people love euphoria It is HBO's second most watched show of all time, behind only, guess which one, Big J? Sopranos? Game of Thrones. Oh. According to Variety, the second season of the drama, which stars Zendaya, has been averaging 16.3 million viewers per episode. It just wrapped up its second season. Uh, To mixed reviews, uh, I think the second season was pretty well received up until the finale. I don't know what that means, but uh, they're heading into season three. It's already been greenlit, so that's going to happen. I have not partaken. In any euphoria. It seems I don't know, man. I i don't think I'm the audience for that show. I could be wrong, but uh I, I know it's about high school kids dealing with real and serious issues. But as a forty, almost forty five year old dude, that doesn't really seem to be in my wheelhouse. But have you watched any of it? No. Kids into it? I've not heard anything There you go. Uh but uh it is very, very popular. And uh you don't have any interest in it either? No. Any reason why you like Zendaya, right? Yeah, sure. But is it because of the high school stuff? It just doesn't seem like it's your. Yeah, that would be, And I this is the first I'm hearing about it. You've so. never even heard about it? Yeah, no. Oh man, no wonder you don't do well in pop culture. Now I know. Morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. We are headed to New York City for today's. We're going to Hell Story, Big J. New York City and the human body is mysterious and gross. And a lot of times, things can go on there that you never would have expected, nor would you want. And that is all about what today's story is. It's about a 38-year-old man from New York City that went into Mount Sinai Cedar Hospital there in New York about uh, two months ago. Because he says for the last several months, he's had a hard time breathing through his nose, you know what I mean? Oh, no. What like, he shove up his damn nose. Like, just couldn't seem to really get good airflow going through his nostrils. And he's like, this is weird. It comes and goes kind of, but like, I don't know what's going on. And so the doctors are like, okay, let's do the first the first thing is the Big J diagnosis. What did you shove up there? And he's like, Nothing, man. I didn't put anything on my nose. And they're like, Alright, well we'll let the uh, we'll let the old camera be the judge of that, alright, sir? And so, sure enough, they stick a camera up his nose. And guess what, Big J? They found something. He didn't stick anything up there, man. Oh. oh. There was no foreign objects up his nose. All so right. he wasn't live. This uh, is taking a weird turn for we're going to help. But then they looked around and they're like, well, that's not supposed to be there. Uh, because right smack dab in the middle of his nasal cavity, Big J, was? A hand. No. Damn it. A big gigantic tooth. Yeah. Okay, I was I a was on the right right track. Old tooth. Jesus. Uh, was growing in his nose and had been apparently for a while. Now this is an actual thing that happens from time to time. It is called an ecoptic tooth. Now that is defined as having kind of like a tooth in an abnormal place. And now the condition is exceedingly rare. But basically, it happens in 0.1% to to 1% total of the population, according to a 2019 study. So this is something that happens, and usually it's people that have deviated septums that can suffer this, or, you know, sometimes if you had a cleft palate when you were a kid, that can cause, you know, teeth to grow in weird muscle masses in weird places. It does not say if, either, if this man had either of these two things, but he definitely had a big old tooth, growing in his navel cabin, which is strange. That's not where teeth go, Big J. Yeah, no, uh-uh. Uh, the good news is the doctors were able to run on up there with some surgical procedures type stuff and get the tooth out through his nose while the patient was kind of hanging out there and it all went okay. And they did some follow-up appointments with him now recently and put the, you know, the actual medical procedure in the Journal of Medicine and they found out guess what here we are two months later dude can breathe just fine through his nose now that it doesn't have a big old tooth in the way isn't that nice yeah but i mean like they have the x-rays of the pictures and i i, I mean you've had did you you've had your wisdom teeth out right yes and i'm sure you've had teeth x-rays you see how deep the roots go come in your teeth you know what yeah. I yeah mean? and this thing was lodged in his nose i mean it's got a big old root going on and everything so it's a real, honest-to-goodness tooth. It's not like you know fragments of it or whatever. It was just growing in his nose, hanging out, having a good old time. And so he's going to be okay. He's breathing better. No complications from the surgery. But in case you didn't know, teeth can grow in your nose. Hell, Big Jay. According to this report, teeth can grow anywhere. They have removed Damn. crazy feet, uh, crazy teeth from people's ears people's Jeez. noses some uh, we're having some uh, in, in like the their actual you know crazy places I don't even want to take it's not good nether regions yeah wherever there's muscle build up basically sometimes teeth can sprout if you've got the right gene I guess uh, just be happy you don't have one of those Big J and be happy that this guy's going to be okay but he has earned the nickname nose teeth from his fan friend, friends so there's that because people are jerks sometimes, and they make fun of you for your physical deformality, and I don't know why. But there's that. The good news is everybody's going to be okay. So if you do happen to have a tooth in your nose, they can figure out how to get it out, and you're going to be all right. Science and technology wins, although that's not the, what they thought when they were when they shoved the camera up there that they were going to find. But weird things happen from time to time, and that's why we call it We're Going to Hell. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your story. We got a concert announcement for you that's coming up next on the X-Rock. It's <laughs> That is Green Day That is Longview Here on The Morning After With Nick and Big J It is another day Time for yet another Concert announcement And this one's a good one kids
0: It's another 100.3 The X Concert Announcement Big J Who's coming to town to win? Yep uh, Coming to Extra Mile Arena Here
1: on September 3rd Of this year Is a band called Greta Van Fleet Uh, Pretty amazing To have them come through town It's very cool I believe it's a Saturday night is that correct? Oh I didn't look up the date Uh, Uh, I believe so but it is uh, pretty awesome to have them come through town we had an opportunity a while back for them to do it we just couldn't make it come together but now they are officially making their very first Boise stop and it's very nice to have them come on through and be a part of the fun so it'll be great to see them play a stage like Extra Mile Arena here's what we know we're part of the expanded dates of the nationwide tour they just laid out we don't have an idea who's opening up that show just yet but as soon as We know who it is for both us and Spokane. We promise you, we will let you know. Just know this, Greta Van Fleet will be making their Boise debut uh, coming up on the 3rd of September. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 o'clock in the morning. You're going to want to check out this band for sure. Agree or disagree, Big J? Oh, agreed, yeah. Why don't we get your morning going with some Greta Van Fleet then? This is Highway Tune here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. Grid Event Fleet, that is Highway Tune here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Recap all the details, Big J, please. Yes,
0: yeah, Saturday, September 3rd at Extra Mile Arena. The band Grid Fleet will be coming into town. Um, you know, special guests to be determined, and of course, uh, tickets will go on sale uh, to the public at 10 a.m. on Friday, but there will be a couple different uh, pre sales to keep your eyes open if you want to get those seats up close or on the floor.
1: it be nice to have this band finally coming through our Hallowed Halls, so that'll be very very nice as well keep listening to the x of course for your chance to win your tickets and some really cool upgrades as we get closer to the show but that's coming our way in september and it's a pretty nice show make sure you're ready to go
0: morning after with nick and big j
1: nostalgia my friend it is a powerful powerful thing Yeah. And we are just now tapping into exactly how powerful nostalgia can be. It can make you feel nice and warm and fuzzy, and that's fantastic, Mm. but it can also do a whole lot more than that. As researchers scanned participants' brains that were in pain and found that feeling and viewing nostalgic images reduced their pain ratings compared to viewing control images. Apparently, seeing nostalgic images had the greatest effect on reducing, now low-intensity pain. So they say that nostalgia may be a really good drug-free way to alleviate low levels of pain, like headaches or mild clinical pain, that kind of thing. And it's very interesting to me that that is the case, because, you know, if we're feeling depressed sometimes, you have a bad mental health day, where do you go? Something that you know and love and feel comfortable with. And so nostalgia can be a real benefactor there as well. That being said, this seems like an awful study to take part. (laughs) in. Now... Uh, I'm yeah, not you sure. You gotta be in pain, what and suffering kind of pain you were in initially in this study and how they inflicted that pain to let you know when you were in less pain than when you were when you walked in or whatever. But uh, I'm not sure I'd be very happy if I signed up for that kind of you know, kind of survey. Next thing you know it's like, okay, well first you gotta be in pain. So let's get that started. You in pain? You uh, you went through a medical experiment phase in your life, Jay. <laughs> any, yeah, cra- I mean, any crazy, any I'm crazy experiments like that? I'm immune to rabies. Take that, rabies. Immune people.
0: Yeah. Um. No, no, nothing quite like that.
1: Uh, I'm sure the rabies thing wasn't fun, though, was it?
0: I just had a shot. It's okay. not like a, not like they put an animal of rabies inside a room with me. Okay. Well, how
1: did they test it? How did they know you're immune? The,
0: like give you a shot? I don't know. That's a great question. It's not like, listen. It's when they ask for volunteers to do this and they pay you. It's not like they're describing the intricacies of uh, the results and what you're going through. They just want to know this, this, this and this.
1: Sounds official. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but you you really like they didn't like inject you with rabies to make sure you were immune or anything like that. Jesus, no. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm wondering how you know you're immune I if you I really think they already probably have
0: a good idea. This is effective. Let's see if it is, uh, you know, again, you're you're getting into the, the deep woods of this uh, medical uh, side of things.
1: Am I really that deep? Yes. If they give you a shot, but then they don't test if you're actually immune?
0: Is that really deep? I, I suppose so, yes. All right. Well, uh, this thought- is why you don't
1: volunteer for medical experiments. <laughs> you're absolutely correct. But I'm glad those checks cashed. Major League Baseball extended its deadline to reach a new labor deal with players before it starts canceling open day stuff. Uh, that's going to happen at 5 p.m. today if they can't reach a deal. Now, they talked for about 16 and a half hours yesterday, but apparently they're still pretty far apart. Uh, they're not going to get to a deal uh, barring a miracle at 5 o'clock today, so we'll see unless they keep you know moving the goalposts. Uh, we're sure to see some cancellations here, which is not good for baseball, not smart. Uh, but, uh, listen, nobody ever accused uh, baseball owners of being smart. Memphis Grizzlies John ja Morant is pretty good at basketball, Big J. 52 points in his team's 118-105 victory over the San Antonio Spurs last night. But if you get a chance and you are a sports fan, search the John ja Morant inbounds play from last night right before halftime of the Spurs game. It's reminiscent of the Duke-Kentucky game when Christian Leitner hit that turnaround jumper at the buzzer with like zero time left on the clock to win the game. Now, granted, this is just halftime, but it is one of the best inbound plays I've ever, ever seen. Now, congratulations to John Moran for making the shot, but also an incredible court-length pass from Steven Adams last night to set him up. It was just a crazy, uh, perfect play right before halftime that John Moran uh, kind of just nailed it last night and then ended up scoring 40, 52 points total. That is the franchise record, by the way, for points in a regular season game for the Memphis Grizzlies, so congratulations to him. If you are an Office fan, you may want to check out a little piece of fun hidden information in Peacock's Terms and Conditions. Apparently, a TikTok user found... Yesterday, as her boyfriend was scrolling through the streaming services, terms and conditions, which, again, nobody does. We just say yes as we sign up for something. But somebody was actually reading it, and they discovered that in the terms and conditions for Peacock, you have the recipe for Kevin's famous chili from the office embedded inside. And it says, quote, because whoever reads these things. And so they put the recipe for the chili that Kevin made in the office, which is famous because uh, in one of the cold opens for the office, he's carrying this gigantic, you know, uh, pan full of chili into the office. And then he trips and falls and spills it all over the carpet. And uh, he talks about how long it took him to make the chili and how great (laughs) it is. And it's a family recipe. And then he spills it everywhere. That's the joke. But the recipe for the chili is in the terms and conditions of Peacock if you want to try it at home. A nice little hidden Easter egg for you Office fans, for you, and you streamers, too. On the morning after with Nick and Big J.
0: Yeah, and uh, hey, guess what? We got a show happening tonight at the Rev Center. Could be a good one, man. Killswitch Engage, August Burns Red, and um, Light the Torch. So we'll get you a pair of these tickets. The only caveat here is you need to pick them up by 4 o'clock.
1: If that fits in your schedule, now would be a great time to get on the phone and play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. 208-287-1003. That is our phone number. That's the number you're going to need to call if you want to play. And you're also going to have to defeat Big J in the process. Are you ready, Big J? Yep. Then to the phones we go. Hello, the X.
0: Good day, gentlemen. How you doing?
1: Good morning, sir. You are up first. Gavin McLeod played Captain Steubing on this 80s TV show that featured B-list celebrities on a cruise ship. Oh, my God, with
0: Isaac Kendenbar? Mm-hmm. The Love Boat.
1: All right! The Love Boat! The Love Boat! Exciting and new. Big J, this former guest of the morning after, plays Dr. Chan ka in the Netflix comedy series Space Force. Season 2 airing now on Netflix. Oh man! Um, former guest of the morning after. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, he was on the show to talk about season one of that very show. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Steve Carell. <laughs>
0: well, he's in it, but have Not oh! who we're looking for. I didn't want to throw out some random
1: name. You know what I mean? I understand. Uh, that could be taken the wrong way. Uh, the answer is Jimmy Yo Yang, our friend. Oh, Joe! Oh. Right. Wait, he are you legitimately so... upset? Or... Yes. Okay, okay. Because
0: now I'm a huge fan of his. What did you. Love Song is what you watched, right? Love Hard. Love Hard, that's it. But just in general, I've been watching some of his stand ups. He's so, very funny, very yeah. funny.
1: As a matter of fact, follow him on Instagram. Funny Asian Dude. What an that's his idiot. Family. And he's fantastic. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Congratulations sir. Killswitch Engage Tickets are yours. Please hold on tight. We'll get some information from you. We will do some headlines. Those are happening next on the x Rocks. Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Listen to me. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned superstore. It's easy to get your auto loan pre-approved with Team Mazda's I pre-check button. Just click the big blue button at goteammazda.com and you'll have everything you need right there. Headlines are as follows. Nice find. Moonfall and real mature. Nice find. Some people hit the lottery and some people find a big, gigantic pearl in a clam they eat at a restaurant. And Michael and Maria Spressler say they were having dinner at the Lobster House in Cape May, New Jersey, recently, when Michael ordered a dozen clams on the half shell. And then he ate one and he felt something real hard in his mouth, dude. Oh, man, that's the worst. And then he pulled out a .35 inch pearl, man. The couple says they've been eating at that restaurant for 34 years. They've never heard of anybody finding a pearl in their clams there. The spusters say that researchers research indicated the pearl could be worth thousands of dollars. So they've decided to keep it for themselves, suckers. Is that true? Are pearls worth that much? Well, I imagine so, man. Then like necklaces, like pearl necklaces are like worth tens of thousands of dollars. I mean, I think real pearls. Yeah, Oh wow, man, that's crazy. Uh,
0: Not your kind of pearl necklace.
1: no those are much more expensive moonfall or real mature well let's follow that up with real mature (laughs) (laughs) no one wants to get a threatening letter from the dmv but a north carolina woman hasn't stopped laughing since receiving hers Carly Cindy says it all started as a joke. She never really expected it to happen, but she put in for a personalized DMV license plate from North Carolina with the word farts on it. And she was real surprised that they said, yeah, okay, and gave her the license plate with farts on it. So she's been driving around with it for a couple of months, but then she got a email from the DMV that said that somebody had filed a complaint with the dmv about her license plate being offensive and in poor taste and so then they looked up the records and realized that her plate said farts and so she decided uh the dmv says now she has 30 days to submit a written response explaining the meaning behind the plate or they will remove her license plate from her vehicle and give her a new one so she shared the dmv Letter on Reddit, and she's getting a ton of comments about people telling her what to tell the DMV, like say it stands for Friends of a- Asheville Recreational Trails, all that kind of stuff, to try to keep the fart license plate intact. Nice. Uh, she says she didn't know why she even decided to do it, but she never thought in a million years she'd get one that said it, and she did, and now she kind of wants to keep it. Uh, I'm not sure why you'd want to drive around in a fart mobile, but apparently it brings her joy, so why not? And uh, I don't know what kind of awful person is sending DMV complaint letters about license plates, but get a hobby, everybody. That is their hobby. Get a better hobby. Yeah. I I mean, uh, it's just a fart. I mean, it's just farts. It's not like an obscenity or anything crazy. But somebody's got to ruin everybody else's fun all the time. We're all in everybody's business. Yeah. So everybody's a buzzkill. So we'll see what ends up happening. She's got 30 days to figure it out but I'm guessing that license plate isn't long for this world. And we'll wrap it up with Moonfall, Big J. Apparently, it's not just a really bad movie starring our friend Patrick Wilson and Halle Berry out in theaters now. Astronomers have spotted a UFO in deep space, Big J. It's not aliens, but it's most likely a rocket body of earthly origin. But they're not sure what rocket it is, and they're not sure how it got there. But they do know it's going to hit the moon. It was first spotted in 2015, Astronomers thought the object might be a near-Earth asteroid, a natural chunk of rock or metal that occasionally kind of strays close to our planet, but further observations revealed it to be a discarded body of a rocket. The mystery mystery object was then largely forgotten about until last month, when astronomer Bill Gray determined that guess what? It's going to crash right into the moon, man. Gray calculated that the old rocket will slam into the nuclear surface on March 4th, Of this particular year. So we got a couple of days before something hits the moon, and then we'll see what happens. They don't expect it to have any real dramatic impact, but what if it did, Big J? What if the moon fell out of the sky? We don't, we don't, yeah, that would be bad for Earth. Yeah, according to the movie, it'd be real bad. Morning after with Nick and Big J, there's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. (laughs) It's Wolfgang Van Halen Mammoth Their epiphany here on 100.3 The x Rocks. It's the morning after with Nick and Big J And let's do it, let's talk the lottery, Big J
0: Yeah, now, uh, you, you don't buy lottery tickets, right?
1: Uh, I I can't say I never do I usually don't buy like Powerball and Mega Millions Stuff like that I'll, I'll snag a scratcher every now and again But it's very few and far between
0: Well, this guy needs to save some for somebody else <laughs> Alright, so he uh, lives in Long Island I don't have his name But he's won a lottery for a second time in less than three years. A big lottery? Yeah, two different scratch off tickets, each worth, Nick, $10 million. Man, that's crazy. A, that there's a $10 million scratch off ticket. Right, that's what I was thinking. We don't have, that's not allowed here in the state. Uh, They would be like, What are you doing? Is that the communist thing? How dare you? We must vote that out of the legislature. Oh, God. Um, but uh, also that he was still trying to spend the first $10 million that he won in 2019.
1: You know, I wonder sometimes, but I mean, I guess I don't blame him. Now, granted, that's a lot of money. $10 million should last you a while. But I mean, if you win that, and I'm guessing that you're probably a habitual player if you do win something like that, it's probably a hard habit to break, especially once you rake in some cash.
0: Yeah, and it would be hard not to double down. <laughs> Right, because now you have extra income, you know, and granted you with scratch offs and usually, you know, you get a certain amount every month, et cetera, year. Right. Um, They usually don't give you a lump sum offer on scratch off tickets. Oh,
1: I see. You're talking about winning. So,
0: yeah, I mean, you've got some extra income and, you know, but if you don't change your habits and you're just still spending maybe five bucks, ten bucks a week, whatever it is, I mean, that's interesting. I I know somebody who's won uh, a good chunk of money from uh, from a scratch off ticket before. And, you know, yeah, they continue to buy tickets here and there.
1: Yeah, because it basically, you know, uh, positively reinforces that behavior. (laughs) And so it makes it hard probably to say, well, I've won my money. Now I'll stop. I it's mean it's no different and you go to Vegas and you're at a table and you're on a heater, man. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. You keep pulling that arm on that Family Guy, uh, you know, uh, basic. Well, now I can't think of the name of the damn thing that it, the arm Saw band. machine. Thank you. Slot machine. And the uh, arm, it, one arm like band. Watching, watching you in jackpot because you won on Family Guy and give it all back. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I didn't give it all back. I oh, gave like, a lot of it back. You won seven hundred bucks. But bro. it was uh, it was a good run, man. And uh, and I guess I can't blame the guy. But yeah, you're right. I mean, save some luck for other people, man. Start buying Powerball tickets, dude that's where the big money is uh what's the most you've ever won on a scratcher uh i think a hundred bucks okay yeah that ain't bad i think i've won that too so uh but that's the extent of my scratcher uh now and i'm trying to think if i I wonder if i would do it more if i won. i don't think i would but that's just me but i can't blame the guy i guess so now he's got 20 million dollars from scratchers yeah i do kind of hate him though isn't that weird yeah i mean come on dude it's strange because we're just we're 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 basically coming up with excuses as to why he would continue playing, but yet we're mad at him for continuing to do that. We're just mad that he keeps winning. That's probably it. It's just jealousy is what it boils down to. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We got your bad impressions. Those are next on the X Rocks. And Big J on one hundred point three the X.
0: And one more chance from us here to get you some tickets to the show tonight at the Rev Center. Kill Switch engage with August Burns Red and. Uh, We've got uh, the light, light the torch. So it's going to be a hell of a show tonight, The Rev. Uh, got to pick these up by 4 o'clock and figure out bad impressions.
1: Yep, you got to make sure you are here to pick these up so they don't go to waste. But if that fits in your schedule, now would be the time to get on the phone. 208-287-1003. Bad impressions works like this. Big J has three different clues, separate but equal. They all point to somebody pretty famous. Usually those clues point to the same person. And if you can get that right in three clues or less, then you are going to a show tonight. It's a rock show. It's on us, and hopefully you have a good time. Hello, The X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? I'm Adam. All right, Adam. You're up first. Good luck. While on stage, I drink lots of wine and
0: often read from a notebook I keep on stage. Sean Connery. I don't know. (laughs) No, no, not Sean Connery. Uh, I guess I'm I'm the last great Seattle grunge singer left alive from the 90s. Oh, my gosh. What is his name? Uh... I'm just going to bow out. I'm sorry, guys. Adam, oh, you got man. one more
1: clue, though, Adam. Okay, one
0: more credit. Okay. I sing for proof. Any prep. better.
1: I, there <laughs> you go. Look, you what almost happened? bailed. What? I don't know. I, I just—I was under pressure. Uh, I don't know. Well, what a under turnaround. Pressure. Real Cinderella story. Hang on one second, Adam. <laughs> we'll hook you up with those tickets to Killswitch Engage tonight. What was clue three going to be? Uh, I don't know. I, I deleted the. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that was, Jesus,
0: well, that he got was it
1: Right as I was saying. Uh, yeah, I know, but you know how we usually do all the clues. Uh, why is Eddie Vedder in the news? Listen, he uh, recently
0: tested positive for COVID, and he did not have an easy go of it. He told the crowd at one of his solo shows uh, here in Los Angeles that it was pretty serious and literally saw my life flash in front of my eyes. That's not good. Uh, He said he got the COVID right before we were supposed to start practicing, uh, probably five, six weeks ago, and literally saw his life flash before his eyes. I wasn't quite sure because I've done some very good things for my body, but I've also had a lot of fun, and I've done things that could be some kind of abuse. He was
1: probably really wine drunk when he was saying that. Yeah, uh, I bet that he was. I mean, I've seen Pearl Jam four times and I would say uh, and this is no disrespect because it's always a fantastic show but Eddie Vedder is hammered at the end of every one of those shows yeah. every time I've seen him God bless him but he uh, he always puts on a fantastic show I've never walked away disappointed I know you're not a huge Pearl Jam fan but uh, I certainly am seeing them No, live I, as- I like
0: Pearl Jam plenty I just you know the concerts are you know they're they're not my cup of tea what do you mean Well, I want some product I want a show you know they don't put on a show
1: Oh, you, 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 well, but it's it's not like Weezer where they just stand there. It's I mean, they close. move around and I mean, they have a lot of guests it, and they always sound fantastic. It's
0: close. Yes, they they, they sound great. And, and I guess when I've gone, they've
1: goes. had like production and stuff going on behind them, so that that was a little bit of it. It adds to the ambiance. But listen, I can understand. You're not getting a Slipknot show when you go to Pearl Jam, right. that's for sure.
0: But uh, at the same time, I also understand that, you know, yeah, lots of people love watching them live and it would be nice. Oh, yeah, what's part of the other clues that uh, he avoids Boise like the plague? <laughs> It was
1: that la- 2000, right? Last time they were here? That's Isn't a long that, time. That's man. dumb. Morning that's after. That's dumb, Pearl Jam. With Nick and Big J. Oh, hey, listen, real quick, before I forget, what was Bad Impressions brought to you by Big J? Oh, man. What an idiot. Uh, brought to you by uh,
0: the uh, Idaho Sportsman Show, by the way. That's happening uh, from March 3rd to March 6th this week. Find plenty of gear, guides, outfitters, RVs, boats, ATVs, and much more at Expo Idaho, March
1: 3rd to the 6th. We will wrap up the show here next on the X Rock. <coughs> <laughs> Bill Brides, Crimson Skies here on the Morning After with Nicky Big J. That's going to wrap up our Tuesday show, the first show in March. Big J, what do you think? A home run? Yeah, man. Love that very much. We got to talk about uh, movies. Big J is going to watch a film on Netflix called Big Bug. You can watch it if you want to at home tonight and see if your review compares to Big J's around uh, 6:50 or so tomorrow morning. We also had a chance to remind you that teeth can grow inside your nose. Uh, which is insane, but it can happen. And we also gave away our last chance at Kill Switch Engage tickets, which is always fun. Hopefully you have a good time tonight at the Revolution Concert House and Events Center. And that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah,
0: uh, for a while now, my headphones here, like uh, one of the, the foam for the ear cup has been falling out. I've been trying to fix it. Uh-huh. Uh, somebody has fixed it. Oh, no. I, I don't know who. You don't know who? Yeah, no, I don't know who. So whoever fixed it, uh, it didn't happen by itself, and I appreciate you, but I would also let you know that I have, like, weird ear goo, so, uh, so don't be touching other people's stuff. But it's now no longer a problem? Yeah, I, I don't, it didn't happen by itself or osmosis, I can tell you that. It
1: had to be Tyler, right? Because he sees you come in here and fidget with it, he probably did something nice, but did it happen, like, the last 24 hours? or? Has yeah. It, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you it was him. He's a nice guy. I bet you he did something nice for yeah. you. Or do you uh, do you want people to keep their greasy hands off your stuff?
0: Uh, I don't mind. If they fix it, you're more than welcome to hang
1: out with my stuff. <laughs> Only if they fix what is broken. Well, hey, man, congratulations. Now you don't have to spend $80 on a new pair of headphones. Yay! Uh, put that money right up your nose. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll have your chance at some Monster Jam tickets for you, baby. That's coming back to town, and we will get you all hooked up with that tomorrow morning. So tune in for that, plus Big J's movie review. Jason Drew is up next. You guys have a good one. It's the x Rocks. <laughs> the Morning After podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.